Hey, welcome to episode six of the Fit Life Formula podcast. My name is Brian Sippitz. I'm the founder of Advantage Strength in Ann Arbor, Michigan. This podcast is officially for the members of Advantage Strength, and also it's going to be really beneficial for anybody who's interested in pursuing a life of activity, a life of uh, enjoying outdoors and, and having fun with their friends and moving and being free. Uh, so that's that's who this show is geared towards. And uh, really, it's for anyone who's looking to live more, play more, uh, and feel strong while they're doing all those things. So today, we've got a special conversation with Nick Stanko, who is the founder and co-owner of the Ann Arbor Running Company here in Ann Arbor. And they're doing some really cool things in terms of you know creating running community and being really valuable resources when it comes to running. We have a lot of people here at Advantage Strength who... You know, part of their their reason for training, part of their reason for lifting and staying strong uh, in the way we do it is so that they can continue running. It's something they enjoy. It's something that uh, they've they've always done. And so, part of their you know part of their drive to stay strong is to continue lifting. Or sorry, is to continue running and not having pain with that. So today we're going to talk to Nick about a couple of pretty cool things. Uh, Number one, what is the key to enjoying running? Um, you know, a lot of people don't enjoy it, but um, we'll touch a little bit on what their secret sauce is in terms of how they help people to enjoy running. Uh, second is running for everybody. So we ask just a big question right off the bat and uh, see what Nick has to say about that is running for everyone. And then finally, we're going to finish up with, uh, because, you know, they're in the footwear business. We're going to finish up with something that he said to me a couple weeks ago, and that is that 80% of the shoes on the shelf at the store are not a good fit for you. So we're going to talk a lot about that, what makes your uh, your 20% your 20%, and uh, you know, making sure that footwear is correct for the, the type of runner that you are. So, so anyway, really looking forward to this conversation, and let's go ahead and get started with Nick Stanko from the Ann Arbor Running Company. So we are on with Nick Stanko from the Ann Arbor Running Company. Nick, thank you so much for taking some time to join us today. Yeah, thanks for having me, Brian. Yeah, no problem. And uh, yeah, so I, I'm, I'm, you know, excited to talk with you. I think you're somebody who we should definitely know in the Ann Arbor community here, and somebody that our members should know too, because um, you are the the uh, co-owner, founder of um, the Ann Arbor Running Company, and. You guys are doing some really cool things over there, and uh, today I want to talk to you about sort of just about running in general. Now that the weather's getting nice and people are starting to head outside, uh, we get a ton of questions in here about, you know, about running. Um, sometimes, unfortunately, it's running pain, things like that. So, um, first, before you before we get into that stuff, talk a little bit about your background with running. Uh, you know, how did you get interested in it, and and what is your what is your history up to this point in terms of in terms of like track and field and running? Yeah, so I mean, uh, you know, my generation, I guess we grew up playing a, a ton of sports. And uh, so, you know, anything uh, I could do when I was growing up to be active and hanging out with my friends. So whether it was baseball, basketball, football, uh, racing, BMX, bikes, skateboarding, um, we're just out there doing stuff, having fun. And, uh, you know, you get into organized sports as you kind of get a little older. So by the time I was in high school, I kind of, I guess, stumbled upon running and figured out I was kind of good at it and 
coach had great coaches growing up and so they kind of encouraged me to to stick with the running and then ran post collegiately or collegiately then post collegiately and um got into coaching kind of as uh as my running career I guess was coming towards an end and um enjoy kind of using my experiences uh to help others now and so um I had no idea that I would own a running store at one point you know if you asked me 10 years ago when I was teaching and coaching if I would you know own a running store and it wasn't kind of on the map worked in running stores so um had a basic idea of it um but we just had an opportunity to open Ann Arbor Running Company my business partner and I Ian Forsyth and we just you know you, you just can't at this day and age you can't be just a store that sells stuff you got to be involved in the community you got to be doing things for people um, you got to be supporting the community and putting people first. That's what we try to do foremost at Ann Arbor Running Company is, you know, getting people into the sport, helping them uh, in the right ways so that, you know, they can get the most out of running that they can. Um, so it, it's been a fun journey to get to this point. Yeah. And I think uh, you sort of breezed over it there. I think you should talk a little bit. You, you know, you mentioned that you ran collegiately. You were at uh, U of M, correct? Correct. Yep. Okay. Yeah. So you ran at U of M. So that's, that's kind of a big deal. I mean, that's a division one, big time division one running. Um, talk a little bit about your experience after, after college. I mean, I, I think, uh, from what I know that that's pretty impressive. Yeah. I mean, uh, I was, you know, had a, had a pretty good high school career and then, uh, was fortunate to, um, you know, run on U of M's team for, you know, five years and we had a great co coach there, Ron Warhurst. And, uh, you know, it was, it was a struggle for some years and it was hard. You know, I wasn't like, uh, by any means like the top runner, but, uh, I grinded my way through it. And, you know, after college, I just, I really enjoyed running. I enjoyed the, the training aspect of it. And, uh, so I coached myself for about 10, 15 years and, uh, ran into Olympic trials for the marathon, um, ran a bunch of marathons and competed in other races across the country. And, uh, uh, got got the most out of it I could and injuries started to take their toll and it was kind of like the classic scenario of a runner transitioning into triathlon because I was I was cross training so much trying to maintain my fitness and piece things together and I had done a couple triathlons when I was much younger and figured well you know I'll give a give a go at that for a couple of years and um in you know earn my professional status as a triathlete and competed just just one year kind of as a professional triathlete um just in local kind of races regional races uh did an Ironman and um so yeah having those experiences kind of as an endurance athlete and you know I I, I didn't reach some of my goals as I wanted to as an athlete but now looking back um I can take those experiences and help others which is maybe even more important I'm right there with you on that one. It's sort of one of those <clears throat> things where, you know, you don't quite reach the top in what you're doing. Uh, in my case, I was in the league just below the NHL. So uh, almost right. the top, but not quite there. <laughs> but, uh, but now obviously you're, you're taking that just like I'm taking the passion here um, and helping people sort of fulfill what they want to do actively as they get older you're kind of doing the same thing there with the store is you're providing not only a place for people to equip themselves to, to, you know, become runners or to be people who enjoy running, but you're also providing a lot of opportunities um, with that community like you were talking about. So um, you mentioned it's, you know, it's hard to be a brick and mortar 
brick and mortar shoe store because of obviously because of competition. But what are you doing there that that sort of makes you different from, you know, an online retailer that you could purchase shoes from? Yeah, I think it's that that community piece that a lot of people I think, uh, you know, need this day and age, you know, we're so we're on the computers, we're kind of disengaging from each other and that social aspect. So running is a, a great um, platform to, to get together with people that are like minded. And, uh, you know, we have a, it, our store is awesome because we have a, a really good mix of people. We obviously Ian and I come from the very competitive side of the sport. And we had to be careful as we were starting the store to, to kind of make sure that wasn't wasn't the face of the store because uh, it can be intimidating so we really kind of focus on the newbie runner make sure that they're you know as a runner and endurance athlete you have to do the work uh, but you got to be smart about it so that's really what we try to provide people is how do you be smart about this and make it a lifelong thing so that you can really enjoy it because because getting injured is no fun and um, nobody wants to do that so we really try to help our customers um, and people that are running through the store uh, train smart and, you know, train as, train as hard as they can. So they, they stay healthy. Yeah. And I think you, you, you touched on it there really briefly, but just the community piece is the same thing for us here is, uh, you know, when you can do things together, it's, it's definitely a lot more enjoyable. Here's the, here's the, uh, bomb of a question is running for everyone. <laughs> yeah, that's it. Um, I, I would say yes. Uh, you know, obviously there's surgeries that might prevent somebody from not running, but say you're a relatively healthy person, uh, you tried running in the past and you've experienced, ache, you know, just general aches and pains and that's, that's kind of, uh, you know, shut things down for you and you've kind of been discouraged. Um, I think if you have the right equipment and you're, you're training properly, you have the right support systems in place, um, you can do some running. You know, it might not be every day. Um, it might be, you know, three times a week. Um, and that, that's an interesting thing too, kind of in the, in the running store world is how people now are defining themselves as, as runners. Um, so we, we get people that maybe come in the store and they run six days a week, but they don't define themselves as a runner. Um, so it's this kind of transition that's happening in our world where stores are having to evolve you know, obviously we're Ann Arbor running company, which kind of maybe, I don't know, backs us into a corner a little bit in terms of we service runners. But, but at the end of the day, I guess we service people, athletes, people that are active. Um, so, I mean, we see a ton of walkers in our store. I would say it, it, it might even be upwards to 40%, you know, some months um, that are people, whether they had ran in the past and they can't run anymore because they're just kind of worn out or they're, they're just walkers and they need a good shoe. Yeah, well, that's interesting. I didn't even, I mean, I didn't put that together. I think the association is there between running and, and walking. But um, when I was in there the other day, you said something that was kind of interesting. And it really is sort of what sparked the, the whole idea to have this interview. You said that, you know, as you look at the, as you look at the store shelves, there are, you know, 20% of the shoes are going to be good for one certain person. Like, let's say I came into the store and I said, I need a pair of running shoes you were saying that 20% of the shoes on the shelf would be good for me and the 80% and then 80% of those wouldn't be talk a little bit about that. Yeah. And that, that's kind of to your point of, you know, can everybody run and we get a lot of new people in the store that 
you know, they've, they're just struggling with their running. And at the end of the day, they're just, they're in the wrong shoe for their foot type, for their biomechanics, for what they need. So I like the 80, 20 rule um, for a lot of things in life. And I, the people I coach, I, we apply it all the time. Um, I used to apply it when I was teaching. Um, I, I just think it's a great rule. And so I just, you know, to give somebody an idea um, of, you know, you have the whole shoe wall, say we might carry like 60 plus options for men. Um, you know, your 20% of those shoes are probably going to be a good option for you to keep you healthy and to allow you to, um, to add more running. You know, you could probably get away in some of those other options that aren't in those 20%, but you're not going to be able to build up to, um, what you would be able to, if you were in the correct shoe. Okay, cool. And so for me, this is, um, I, I am a, I like as little under my foot as possible. <clears throat> now I don't run distances. Like I've never, I can run some distance, but I've never done like, you know, a 35 mile week. I've never really trained for anything, uh, in terms of running anyway. <clears throat> I, I like as little under my foot as possible and, and, you know, some flexibility and some space in the shoe and that kind of thing. Um, do you think, so the way shoes have gone, I feel like, you know, the, those Hoka shoes and all that, I feel like there's just getting like to be more and more and more padding under the shoe in terms of, you know, there's like, I feel like there's three inches of padding under the sole of your foot. Um, not for me, but why do we see that? Like, why do we see so much more material going into shoes or is it not like that? Yeah. So I, I think that's, um, you know, a great observation. Uh, there was a book, man, I don't know if it was 10, 15 years ago called born to run. Um, and it, it really you. kind of, Thank it you really, <laughs> I didn't have to do it. It really kind of shook up the whole running shoe industry. It, it really challenged, you know, how are we making shoes? Why are we doing this? Um, and you know, brands invest uh, thousands, millions of dollars into the, the research of how they're designing shoes. So they're just not like, piecing things together and, you know, they're years in advance of, you know, what they're working on. You know, they're working on shoes right now that are going to come out in five years. And so they're doing a lot of testing and stuff. So, you know, does everybody run in a minimal shoe? Does everybody need a Hoka maximal shoe? You know, it's, it, I like comparing it to eyeglasses. You know, my prescription of eyeglasses is going to be different than Brian's prescription of eyeglasses. And, and that's how it is with, with feet. Uh, feet are so sensitive and, uh, what people need is different. Um, you know, we're human, we're complex. Um, there's no like perfect shoe out there for everybody. So now, you know, it's nice to have that minimal option for people that like yourself, like it, or that, that Hoka maximal shoe that somebody else might like. And, and then again, that born to run book kind of created this minimal type shoe. And then a few years later, the pendulums kind of swings to the way opposite end and then Hoka comes out. So, it was kind of just, you know, it's typical of how things kind of come out in reactions that happened. And so the minimal shoe happened and then we had to have the complete opposite happen. Well, and of course, as soon as the, as soon as Born to Run came out, which is my favorite book, by the way, I'm so glad you yeah, brought yeah. that up. <laughs> um, <laughs> just, I don't know. I'm a, I, I have this like closet obsession with, with like the primitive human and what we should be able to do and um, yeah, yeah. You know, anatomical adaptions and, and, you know, you know, what we're supposed to be able to do as humans. So that book went into that quite a bit. So uh, anyway, the, uh, the whole gist there was that you don't need much. You're, you were born to run. You're, you're 
you know, body was made to do that, but it turns out that we just don't live that lifestyle anymore. And so of course people were like diving into minimalist shoes and going from like huge arch support and lots of heel cushion to minimalist shoes. And they go out for a run and get hurt, of course. And they, they wonder why. So I think as, as people realize the limitations of each end of that spectrum, they tend to swing back to the other one. So I, I just happen to be on the, uh, you know, on the minimalist, uh, end of that spectrum. Yeah. Yeah. Have you read shoe dog by chance? I have not yet, but it's on my, on my list of books to read. I hear oh, it's, really God. Good. It, it, it's incredible. It's like one long, uh, you know, as a, as a business owner for myself and as a shoe business owner for yourself, yeah, it, yeah. it would just be like one long great. aneurysm, <laughs> you know, it's right. like on the razor's edge all the time. So, um, Anyway, there's a book recommendation for you. If you haven't, yeah. read, if you haven't read Shoe Dog, check it out. It's uh, about the Phil Knight and the history of Nike, um, sort of where that came from. Sort of all built on a built on a fib in in Japan. He said he owned yeah. a company and he really didn't. But right, um, yeah, yeah, that's crazy. Um, okay, so how how can people get involved? Let's say you know people are interested in running, or let's say, and here's one we get quite a bit: is I used to run a lot. Now I get back out there and I, I do it sometimes, but I haven't really like latched on to anything. Um, sometimes I'm really sore after I run. What, what, what do you have for us in terms of like, what's a good way to get started? What's a good way to get back into it? Um, and what do you have going there at the store that could help? Yeah. So like getting started from, from nothing, you have real no uh, running background and you want to get into it as a, as a form of kind of exercise or, or having goals or whatnot. Um, you know, there's a lot of, a lot of programs you can go online, you can find an app for your phone, kind of like a couch to runner app or something like that. And, uh, and we just provide a program like that at the store. And I think, um, you know, it's an option for people that want to run with other people that want to have like a, a person to person kind of coach, uh, working with them. Um, a lot of times we'll get customers in the store that have used the app and they run into problems at some point and they don't know what to do. And that's where having, you know, a real human kind of working with you makes a difference because, because you need adjustments to happen. And, um, you're not, you're not a robot and can't be programmed to do week one, week two, week three, week four, week five, and not have any issues. I mean, if you think about it, what you're running for 30 minutes, a day in this couch to runner program and you have another 23 and a half hours during the day that you have a ton of other stuff going on and uh you know running the small portion of that so it's looking at the holistic approach and having kind of people involved i think is important and then if you're if you're getting back into running i think you almost have to kind of forget about what you did before and start out uh, all over again a lot of people yeah, I used to run all the time. I used to run 10 miles a day, no problem. And then obviously they stopped for some reason, maybe it was injuries or something. And they have to kind of reevaluate their, their running routine. You know, again, maybe it's running three days a week now. And maybe they can get back to what they were doing before, but it, it takes, I, I tell people usually it takes years or, or, you know, good things take time, you know. And so with running, um, it's not going to happen overnight. You need to think about months and years kind of as, as the process, you know, uh, we want things to happen quickly now and, and with running and that's kind of what makes it so rewarding is it, you know, it takes time and you got to work for it. And well, how about this too? go out for a run with zero expectations 
move yeah. around, feel good, feel free that you're able to get out in nice weather, move around a little bit, come back home knowing that you did something good for your body right? Uh, and start there rather than racing the clock right off the bat, which is, I think yeah. is, is kind of a mistake, especially if you're, like you said, looking at what you used to be able to do. Um, just go out, enjoy moving, enjoy getting um, some fresh air and some exercise and start with that. Right. Yep. Okay, cool. Well, um, what's a good way, what's a good way to get in touch with the store? If, if people want to come check you out and, um, you know, maybe come in and use you guys as a resource too, in terms of getting, uh, the right shoe for them and, and all that, where can we find you and, uh, what's the best way to contact the store? Yeah. So, I mean, we have Ann Arbor running company.com, which has a lot of these tri training programs listed that we offer. Um, we have two locations in town, one kind of downtown Ann Arbor in the Carytown area. And then uh, one on the south side of town uh, over on like Eisenhower, Ann Arbor, Saline area. Um, yeah, I mean, it's, it's good to, with the shoe fitting process, it's great to have an old athletic shoe that you bring in that we can look at the wear pattern and, and talk to people, you know, about what's going on. Um, it is so easy to just go online and, and pick, pick a shoe out or pick the last shoe you had. Um, but, but the tricky thing is these, these brands, uh, thankfully change their shoes for us. <laughs> so people have to come in and try them on. And then two, you change. And uh, so, you know, it's good to talk to an expert that kind of knows the in and outs of what's happening with a, a certain model or their experience, um, you know, fitting a, a person like you, you know, there might be some options out there that are better that you haven't tried on before. Um, mixing up your shoes as a runner is, one of the best things you can do um, because running is so repetitive. So if you're constantly running in the same exact model, um, you're stressing the knee in the same exact spot, but say you uh, have another shoe that you rotate in or you switch up from time to time, um, you're, you're stressing your knee maybe one or two millimeters over in a different area. So, you know, rotating that stress around your body is really important. So different shoes, different running at different paces, running on different surfaces. Um, you know, it just, it just helps in the long run. So to say, yeah, <laughs> no pun intended. <laughs> All right. Well, Hey, uh, I really appreciate it, Nick. That was awesome. And, um, I, I certainly use you as a, as a resource whenever I can. And I think, uh, we should encourage, people here in town to do the same thing. And if you're not in town, hopefully you, um, you know, we're able to take some things from this conversation and uh, Nick's a, a great resource for us here. So Nick, really appreciate you coming on and uh, thanks for your time. Yeah. Thanks a lot, Brian. It was great. All right. That's going to wrap up episode six of the fit life formula podcast. Thanks so much to Nick Stanko for joining us. So whether or not you're in the market for a new pair of shoes, you should visit these guys because um, they're really, they're great guys. They, they enjoy running. They have great suggestions about running and how it can be a good fit for you. So if you're looking to get out there, oh, you know, something we forgot to mention too, and I meant to bring this up during the conversation, but running is one of the best bang for your buck type of exercises. If, you, if it's a good fit for you and you have 10 minutes in a day, you can get a very solid workout, whether it might be going out for some intervals. Uh, maybe that's your one thing a week that sucks as you head out your door you run really fast for a minute and then you walk for 30 seconds, then you run fast for a minute, walk for 30 seconds. So running is one of the best bang for your buck types of exercise that you can get. So if it's for you, you know, you can get a lot out of running. And um, so I encourage you to head over to the Ann Arbor Running Company, talk with these guys. They're always happy to have a conversation, talk shop a little bit, 
and uh, they're truly passionate about what they do and also helping people to enjoy running. So check out the Ann Arbor Running Company if you're in the market for a new pair of shoes or if you just are looking for a great running community. That's all we got for today. Thank you so much for tuning in. My name is Brian Sippitz. This is the Fit Life Formula Podcast, and we look forward to talking to you next week.